Have you struggled with self-confidence? Being over 50, I've had countless moments of self-doubt from questioning my career choices to going through a divorce and trying to navigate the dating world as a single mom. Sometimes it feels like the doubts just keep piling up, but I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I am your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to be sharing the Beautifully Confident show, where we'll explore ways to grow our confidence inside and out. We'll hear from experts who have been through it all and learn practical tips for embracing our strengths and feeling more self-assured. I'm excited to embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, and I hope you'll join me in overcoming our doubts and fears and become beautifully confident together. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley. You are joining us on the Beautifully Confident Show, the podcast that empowers you to embrace confidence from every angle of your life. And I'm thrilled to start this transformative journey with you. In our upcoming three-week series, we're diving deep into the wellness wheel exploring how each dimension from spiritual to emotional to physical and financial plays a vital role in shaping your confidence. Over the next few episodes, we'll be joined by two incredible experts each week who will share their insights, experiences, and practical tips on how to reclaim and boost your confidence through your wellness. Join us as we unlock the secrets to living a beautifully confident life one dimension at a time. Are you ready to step into your power, align with your values, and shine with confidence? Let's start this journey together. Be sure to leave a rating and review and let us know what you think. The Wheel of Life. If you've never heard of it, there's different aspects um, that people talk about. We're going to be talking about eight through this series. Today, I have experts on health and wellness and finances and money. So you are going to hear from both of these ladies, and then I am going to share a little bit about the emotional side. And as you're joining in, please comment. We love to hear from you. Sometimes I can see the comments and sometimes I can't, um, but we will certainly be checking on them and getting to you. So I want to welcome my beautiful guests, Margie and Cynthia. Hello, ladies. Hi, how are you? Nice to be here. Thanks for inviting us, Kelly. Absolutely. Yes, thanks so much. Awesome. So we are going to talk about three different things. So each of us are going to share a little bit about our story in the aspects that we're going to be talking about and how that's showing up in our confidence in, in our lives, why it's important, because these different aspects are important. You can't work on all of them. So if you're watching, don't feel like, oh my gosh, she's going to talk about eight. I got to perfect eight. No, you do not. <laughs> um, so, and then we're going to, they're going to, we're going to give two different tips of if you feel like, hmm, I feel like that area of my life is like a one, two, or a three, and I'd like it to be more like an eight, nine, or 10, we're going to give you tips of how to start getting yourselves there. We'll also drop in the comments um, our, our links so that if something resonates with you, you can connect with us. So let's get started. And Margie, why don't we start with you? Do you want to share a little bit about you and your journey with your confidence around money and finances. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having us. Good to be here. You know, I think in life, we we are 
just taught how to go to college and how to get a good job. And and then we get there and, and things are okay. And we're like, wait, is this all there is? And so we don't have the confidence to go maybe do something different. But, you know, after raising two girls and them moving out of the house and um, and having elderly parents pass, I said, maybe this is the time that I go after something that I really want to do. And I didn't have the confidence to do it. So what I love about Kelly is she teaches you all the mental and the emotional and the spiritual and all those pillars of confidence, but you have to have some financial confidence to go with it. And when I got into the entrepreneurial space, I took all my personal savings and just started using it to, to get this program and this coach. I didn't even know there was funding available. And when I went to the bank and said, I, I would like to get a loan because I have this great idea that I want to, they said, sorry. We don't know. And so we, I now, through this whole thing, have found this company where I'm a CEO partner and we get to say yes when the banks say no. And we get to teach people about how they can get funding and working capital. It's super fun. I love what I do and I love helping people do what they do. So there, that's pretty much it. Uh, oh my gosh, Margie and I loved how you talked about like uh, we're led to like college and do all the things no matter what it costs. And do you, did you feel like, like maybe your confidence kept sliding and sliding? Like as you realized mm, my finances maybe aren't at the, at the best. You know what? We were, we've never been taught. It's really not our fault. Hmm. No one's taught us when they say, let's get, let's get you healthy. It's usually nutritionally, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. And then we're missing that financial piece of getting healthy financially. Well, you're not confident because you've never done it. And so you have to kind of get into the space and start doing things. Risk is now my favorite word, not because I'm crazy, about things that I want to do, but because it's allowed me to step in to the most fulfilling parts of my life. And I wouldn't do that without the funding. So it becomes an education. I love that you're doing this, Kelly, because you're helping so many people by educating them of what's available to them. It's options. That's all it is. Healthy food is options. Healthy mental mindset is options. Healthy finances are options. So I love that you're helping. Oh, thank you. And I, I, it just was on my heart and just kind of came together of, we need to share this so that women and men hear this of what are the different avenues that, that we can start to elevate. So thank you. So we'll get to the tips in a minute. Uh, so Cynthia. Why don't you share a little bit about you and your journey with, with growing your confidence around um, health and wellness? Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you guys and share all this great information and help people. I truly want to help people. I help particularly women of a certain age to eat, move, and rest so that they have the energy and they have the confidence to go out and do what all they want to do, whether it's playing with their kids or grandkids or 
being a weekend warrior, <laughs> doing that marathon, whatever it is, I just help them to get there without all the aches and pains or without injuries, that kind of thing. So I am a movement and a personal trainer coach. Awesome. So Cynthia, do you have any any personal experiences of why this is this is important, um, you know, to grow this area of our lives so that we can claim that confidence and live that that healthy life. Yes, from my own experience, because my degree is actually in geography. I was a teacher <laughs> and then mm. I was a stay-at-home mom. I had seen some health and wellness choices that my mother made. And unfortunately, that contributed to her passing at age 50. And I wanted something different. And that also inspired me to realize that you never know how long you have. And so you really have to jump in. There's no like, I'll get to it later. You have to go ahead and just go for it. When when you feel like you're called to do that, you can't, you don't know how, how long you have. So the sooner you start making changes, the better you're going to, you're going to be later on. So I decided that I was going to make a big change in my life. And this came at a time when um, we had moved around with my husband's job. Uh, so I was a stay-at-home mom, the trailing spouse. And so I kind of lost myself. I didn't have a, a purpose, really, besides taking care of my kids. <laughs> um, and so I was really feeling down. I felt like nothing was kind of inspiring me. I felt disempowered, you know, in my life. And when I went to the gym, because I'd always been active, and I went to the gym, I felt something. I felt physically better. I felt my stress lessened. And I just felt like, yeah, I feel strong here. I got this. And I really <laughs> liked that feeling. And so for me, it was more like being strong physically was a jumpstart to being strong in other areas of my life. So feeling confidence, like uh, there's nothing like the feeling of lifting something heavier than you didn't think that you could or going to the airport and you're taking your bag and you're trying to put it up in the overhead bin and a guy's like, oh, I got that for you. And you're like, no, I got this. You know, you feel like <laughs> I can do it. I don't need anybody else. And to have people say, oh, wow, I had no idea that you were that old. <laughs> it's always fun to have that. And then like I hear people say that they are hesitant to, to do things like go on vacation or take a tour because, you know, how much walking is involved. I don't know if my knees can handle that. Or I don't know about being my son's soccer coach because, you know, all that standing and running and demoing, it, it really impacts people's lives and what all is open to them if you don't take care of yourself. And I think that this idea of taking care of yourself and all of this is related to some beliefs that we have. And I think like Margie touched on, and these are things that we didn't consciously decide, like, Hey, I'm going to think this about exercise. It's just stuff that, you know, we can't make all these decisions consciously all the time. It's just <laughs> too much. So when we, when we are growing up, we see how our parents are acting and what's important to them and what they tell us like, Oh, good, good, great, good, good, great. That doesn't, you know, whatever else, or, you know, whatever your experience of growing up is, what success is, what you should focus on every day, all the time is and so we just kind of osmos that and we take it on ourselves yeah. and i think that's a lot of where people have an issue this i you know you it, subconsciously running in the background you have this thought that i need to be productive i need to work really hard i need to grind and i don't have time i don't have time i don't have time to go to the gym i don't have time to take a bath i don't have time 
you know, it's just something that's running in the background that impacts so many other areas of your life that just, you know, working out or health and wellness, but so many areas of your life related to, and then that kind of piles up and you get stressed and, you know, and then think it's, if we just make some different changes and just even recognize that this is going on, it goes a long way to making some healthy and some uh, meaningful changes that'll impact all areas of your life. And that's what happened to me. Like I, I saw these generational patterns that had been like playing out. Um, I broke a toe and then I broke a second toe. And then by the time I broke a third toe, I'm just like, let's get you scanned. And I realized that my bones were pretty, they were, they were thinner. And I was like, I had um, back pain. I had all kinds of issues. And I was like, I'm too young to have all these old lady issues. So, um, so I made these choices to do things differently. So that's kind of the long answer to your question. Cynthia, Cynthia, that's great um, because I'm sure some of our people watching are thinking, I had some of those issues and I want you to drop me in the comments if you feel like okay. totally relating um, or if you've had some of these issues or um, the other thing I'm, I'm going to point out. So as we're thinking about these, I want you to look inside your life and, th and give yourself a, a number. How do I feel about my finances and my money? Am I uh, a two, a three? And do I want to be more at an eight, nine, or a 10? Am I looking at my health and saying, mm, you know what? I don't really feel that great. And this is trickling out into the whole rest of, of your wheel, of your wellness wheel. You know, yeah, what are those areas of your life that you feel like, I, I need to elevate these. So yes, thank you for sharing that. I, I appreciate that because I know it's it's touching somebody's heart that is feeling like not alone. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to share a little bit about the emotional side of our wheel. All of these tied together. So, and I love that Cynthia and Margie talked about we don't, we're, we're raised with this idea of this is how things are. And, you know, our parents and we as parents, if you're a parent, do the best we can. We do the best with what we know and we keep passing that on. So the emotional side of your wheel is how does that affect your confidence? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> I know that I don't always have my emotions reined in and it has shown up and kind of reared its ugly head throughout my life through all different changes and changing careers, uh, blending a family, all of these things contribute to our emotions and finances. I've certainly had my share of financial difficulties. Um, and all of it weighs on us emotionally. It weighs on me emotionally. I, I also had a time of realization of, I feel pretty yucky. We're going to use the nice word, yucky. <laughs> and I realized something's got to change with my health. So again, like it all trickled around and kept spinning around like all these different things. 
in in my wellness as well. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're feeling like, yeah, yeah, I want you to drop me a one. Yep, totally hearing you. Drop me a one in the comments. I want to hear from you. We're gonna go back and and look at the at the comments when we're done to see if there's any questions. So now we're gonna to get to the kind of the meat of things of, yeah, all right. So you're talking about this and you're saying, okay, I'm feeling like a two or three and I want to feel more like an eight, nine or a 10 in this area. So Margie, what are your two tips? If someone is is listening, watching and feeling like, yeah, I, I would like to have a little bit more handle on my my finances and my money. What are two tips that you have for people to start to bring that up and, and grow that confidence inside? Yeah, I think if you're two, you're scared. You're just scared of what the reality is. So we can totally get that to an, a level 10 because that's where you should be. You should be managing. Who here likes the word budget? Anybody? Like that word to me, like this makes me like, oh. but I help people manage their money, manage their cash flow. And I believe that, you know, one of the most precious and valued possessions that we have, like we we think it's this outside of us, but it's really inside of us. So when we nourish the mind, when we nourish the body, we also have to nourish our bank account because when those things are blended together, you you have a good feeling. It does bring your confidence to a level 10 because you're like, I'm managing this. But if somebody sits me down and says, let's go over this budget, I literally go, okay, here, wait, I just need to poke these things in my eyes first because I would rather do that. So don't be at a level two. That's just living scared. Be informed, be educated, get with somebody that knows more, you know, get, um, talk to people that are doing the things that you want to do and follow the podcast and follow the the things that are um, out there for us. So that's how you raise it from a level two to a level 10. Take the word budget and and replace it with manage. Manage the food you eat. Manage the information that's going into your mind. Manage your, your cash flow and your bank account and your working capital. And those three things will definitely turn that two into a 10. That's my my tip, my one, my one big tip, but my other tip is, you know, you have to know what your capacity is. And if you're looking to get funding, you, you want to build a history. Um, a lot of times people will say, I don't believe in credit cards. That's just because they haven't been educated about it. Credit cards build your credit. And when you're paying it back every single month, even a minimum payment, you're building a credit and your credit can go from here to here. So it's, what you believe is how you're going to live your life. But if you are educated on that belief, you're going to be able to bring it from that level two to level 10. And it's a fun place to live. So I support level 10. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Margie. I, I love the uh, nourish your bank account. That was a, a great little, you guys want to take that away. <laughs> um, and yes, and just, and the tips of, you know what, if you have learned credit cards are the root of all evil, maybe it's time to to start some reconditioning around what their purpose is and how they can help you. So okay. thank you so much for sharing those. Thank you. Cynthia. So somebody's listening, watching, saying, yeah, my health stinks. 
what are two to three tips that you have for for them to take themselves from a two to an eight, nine, or ten? Yeah, yeah. So if you are a two, again, like Margie said, there's probably some fear, like uh, something's going on. Maybe it's a mismatch. Maybe you're thinking that all workouts are going to be so hard and you're just going to be wiped out and you take up all your day. And so maybe you're, you just need to think about changing it, <laughs> changing what you consider to be a workout. Maybe you can think about walking as your workout, or maybe you could think about doing a class instead of doing like heavy weights, but just think of maybe it's a mismatch. Maybe you just need to think about it as a different thing. There are tons of activities that you can do. Movement even could be a workout. And so maybe just think about maybe this is just not the right match for me. And maybe you just think of, I'm going to try something different. And you just try different things till you find something that you're like, this is really fun. And this is not like a dreary kind of thing. You look forward to it. Or maybe it's a social thing. Maybe you go walking with your friends or just change the way that the, the vessel of the working out is in. And a second tip would be, it's not an all or nothing kind of situation. Little things throughout the day add up. And I call them movement snacks. I'm like, maybe you just have 15 minutes between clients or calls or whatever. Maybe you get up, you do a little walk, maybe you get outside. And then later on, you have another 15 minutes. Maybe you do some squats or, you, you know, you just do little things in little pockets of time that you have. And by the end of the day, you've done like an hour of moving around which is really all you have to do for health purposes. Just keep moving. And I think a lot of times people think that, well, I can't do the same kind of thing I did like in high school, like in high school, high school, you know, I was a star basketball player. And so I would do all these workouts. I do the two a days, but now, you know, I, <laughs> I can't remotely do that. And so, yeah, there's even a little bit of shame around that, that I can't do what I used to be able to do but I challenge people to think, you know, you're not wearing the same clothes that you wore, you know, in college or high school. So things change and that's okay. What, what fits you now is going to be different and it's not bad or wrong or shameful or, you know, whatever might pop, you know, all the, the, the programming running in your head. Um, it's okay that it looks different than it used to, or if you have to start at a certain place when, you know, before it was like right here that's okay. <laughs> you can start there. And again, just make little incremental changes. And before you know it, you're back to what for you right now is a good fit. And maybe that's different than before. And that's fine. I love that, Cynthia. And I love how you pointed out, we're not doing the same things that we were doing in high school. So if you're, if you're beating yourself up about Oh, I I don't can't do it like this anymore. Yeah. Uh, give yourself grace and release it because because it, it is we're not we can't go back there and you can be better than you are, but it doesn't mean you have to strive to be whatever you weighed in high school or you know what you did. So I love that you pointed that out. Am I allowed to say one thing about what you just shared? Please. I love that you said movement snacks. I'm like, oh, I've been having snacksidents. So I'm going to replace my snacksidents with movement snacks instead 
of putting something in my mouth. I'm going to run outside and do something. So that right there, you just like changed my my whole way of thinking about snacks. So thanks. <laughs> Movement snacks. I do love that. Because <laughs> I, do, I do think that we, you know, we all may not acknowledge like exactly how we're moving during the day. I don't know who else has the fitness app on there that keeps, you need to move more. I'm like, no, I don't hold my phone for every second of every single day. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Ah, so emotions. I had to take a couple steps of realizing what are some things I need to do around my self-care that support bringing my emotional quotient up, basically, of what do I need to do? And the first thing I incorporated that really helps with my emotions was meditation. And if if you can meditate for five minutes, you're still helping with your emotions and handling them and re-energizing. It's part of our, our self-care is what what is one thing you can do to ground yourself, to bring, to rein yourself back in? Um, and I kind of always joke about this because when I meditate, my, my cat sits with me. So I call it meditating. Bella calls it a nap. <laughs> um, and then the second thing that has been a huge, huge for helping manage my emotions has been taking time to reflect. I would just keep going and keep doing. And I think Cynthia mentioned that in the beginning, how that's how we're programmed is like, you just keep going. You don't stop and you don't take time for yourself. Uh, and it really, it really hurt me through life that I wasn't managing that. I was coming home angry at night um, until I really stopped and started taking time for me, for yeah. me to reflect and think about what do I want? What do I want for me? What do I want for my future? How did my day go? Just really starting to manage those things. So meditation and reflection are two of my biggest things that I work with women um, in, in my coaching to help women start to ground and, and get themselves under control. Uh, and all of these things are going are gonna to help with all of elevating all of your areas of wellness um, and trickle out to each other. Yeah. So thank you ladies for sharing your expertise. Um, and we are going to put in the comments, if you were listening and, and watching and you heard something that you were like, yeah, I want to know more about how to, how to grow my, my finances, get my money under control and, and work on my health. I want to start working on that. Um, we're each going to drop our, our links in the comments so that you can connect with us. Do you ladies have any last words or any last things that you want to add to, to help encourage our, our watchers and our listeners to growing their confidence in your area of expertise? I'll just add that this one life really is very, very precious. It's what we get. And, and to live you know, at a comfort level, a mediocre of mediocre mediocrity. Can't even say it. I'm glad that I can't even Good. say it. <laughs> um, is just it's okay if that's what you want your life to be about. 
But if you're looking for that purpose, you're looking to be fulfilled. If you're looking to get up with the energy and the excitement of what this life is and the opportunities that are there and living at a level 10, then do things differently and find out what's available to you so that you can live a, a more fulfilled life, a more purpose, purposeful life, giving back in any way that you can. So that's it. Thanks. And thanks for yeah. having us, Kelly. Thank you, Margie. Sorry. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Absolutely. Great, great points that she made. Um, I would also add that it's never too late. Like I get that sometimes people tell me, well, you know, I'm not 20 years old anymore. Or, it's too late for me. I, you know, I, I'm too old for that, all that, yes. but it's not, you can always be better in any area of your life. Really? You could always be better. If that's something that you want, if that's a calling that you feel like something needs to change. If you decide that that's what you want to do, then absolutely you can change it. Even if it's that you want to make changes in your body, you can absolutely still do that at any age. I love that. Thank you. And that is, it is something that people need to hear, especially women. It's not too late. It's not too late to start any of these things, to start to elevate from a two to a 10. We can all be a 10. <laughs> I thank you ladies so much. And if you are watching the replay of this, please comment anything that really resonated with you, anything that you heard that, that touched your heart um, or connect with us. If you heard something, especially that you thought, I want to work on this. I, I really do want to work on my finances or I want to work on my, my health and, and wellness or you're like, yeah. My emotions are all over the place. I need some help. Um, reach out to us. We we want to hear from you. And I want to hear what you thought of our first episode. I appreciate you all being here. Um, next week, there'll be another episode. And stay tuned for the topics that we'll be talking about. Thank you all. Thank you. Thanks, Kelly. Are you fed up with feeling exhausted and drained? I was some years ago until I took action to reclaim my confidence. Are you ready to regain your self-assurance and dive into a fulfilling professional journey that you adore? It's time to embrace the perfect blend of self-care and effective time management. Book a strategy call with me on my Beautifully Confident podcast website, where we'll team up and design a seamless work-life action plan tailored just for you. Take a peek at my 12-week She Elevates Now program, where we delve into the depths and establish lasting habits that will transform your life. Let's partner up and make magic happen. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.